Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Hey guys, we want to welcome you back to Radcliffe, Kentucky, right here at Abundant Life Church for our 2023 Marriage Conference, February 17th through 19th. Come one, come all. So you know, come and have your dancing shoes on. We're going to have so much fun with the after party. We're also going to have translations. So, hermanos, firmense para que disfruten también en la conferencia. This year's conference theme is Covenant is Greater Than Contract. Not only are you going to hear from the WOW Marriage team, but guess he's back. Pastor Terry Lynn Scott will be speaking Friday night. No matter if you've been married five minutes or 50 years, it doesn't matter. A marriage conference can help anyone. Make sure you join us. Go to the website, alcky.com. Click on that marriage conference icon and get registered today. Can't wait to see you there. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning back again. This is your podcast, The Wild Marriage, where we give you biblical principle and experience that we have applied to our marriage, and we have the victory and success all the way for 32 years. With This is my man, Chris Walker. <laughs> yes. Uh, th- thank you for joining back with us. And uh, we just want to let you know that we really use uh, the Bible as our instruction book for everyday living. I give my opinion sometimes, or but I really don't like it. But then again, I have no, you know, problem with giving my opinion or letting I know. know what my I, opinion I experience is. it for myself. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> when we when we focus in on the Bible and we use this as our instruction book as we help ourselves and as we help others, you know, it really it helps us to hone in on situations that are these biblical proofs are helping. They've helped us and they can help you and they help people who we come in contact with every day. And um, specifically speaking of, you know, this one, uh, the podcast that we have this morning or today for you is is sparked because of a conversation that she and I had just a little while ago, you know, about she asked me, why do people judge sin or why do they put levels on sin? And I said, well, you know, my opinion (laughs) is that, you know, they judge the person or the character of the person. And they judge the sin based on varying levels of hurt. And that's a problem that you get into because sin is sin. Yeah. And, you know, when you try to justify, you know, your level of sin or justify what you've said or done about mm-hmm. sin, nor you don't want to forgive the other person for the sin that they have committed against you, that's your opinion. And you're judging. And, you know, God is no respecter of person. He's not holding anyone more accountable than the other one. Because sin is sin. And when we sin, ultimately we're sinning against God in the covenant that we have with him. And in a marriage, you have to be very good at forgiving. This title of this message today will be Forgiveness All Around. Forgiveness because All Around. Mm-hmm. it don't matter what you have done, it is our duty as a Christian to offer forgiveness to the other person. And this, the duty of the other person give us repentance. To receive that forgiveness <laughs> and to accept it. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, you know... It, at the end of the day, I, let me tell you, I, this don't have to do with marriage, but it has to do a lot with getting healed and forgiving the other person. Because a lot of time we are ready to forgive 
once you repentance, mm -hmm. but that's not the way it works. Right. Um, as I told you probably in previous message, we I I didn't have a good relationship with my father, and when he came to the states to visit me. I said, he's going to come, I'm going to pay for him to come see me, and I have this high expectation that he's going to repent for leaving me at such a young age and all the other stuff. And he never did repent. Mm -hmm. And I remember crying, I said, God, this is not what I planned. I had all this high expectation how this is supposed to be unfold. And God told me, say, uh, you have to forgive him regardless he offered you a repentance because it's part of your healing. Right. And your healer doesn't come because that person repented. Your healer comes because I am your healer. Right. Mm -hmm. So it will help us a lot to be able to forgive all around if you put everything in a perspective that's supposed to be. Right. And then put so much, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, babe, but when you don't put so much effort, that for me to be okay depends on how you act okay. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't have control how you're going to act. So. Right. See, you can't you can't draw the repentance or you can't draw the forgiveness out of someone. Yeah. You know, the way to get that done is, you know, stop making accusations. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to stop because when you try that, you may wind up pushing them further and further away when you constantly make accusations or indictments against them. Well, you said you forgive me, but you really did. Oh, I, or you said you forgive me, but I don't say, believe you. I love what you said. The word of God said in Revelation 12, 10, the, the accusing of the brethren is the devil. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we play the devil's advocate because we act like his character, said the character of, Jesus, character Christ. of Jesus Christ. Right. So anytime you choose to walk in however you feel like, most likely you're not going to act like Jesus. Right. So mm -hmm. we are not supposed to be accusing one another and condemning one another because that's the work of the devil, not us as a Christian. Right. And I tell you, you know, that being, you know, the scripture that you just spoke of was uh, Revelation twelve ten, And we're talking about, you know, not making accusations because mm -hmm. when you do, um, it's just it's just not right. The actual scripture says, as I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come for the accuser of the brother of our brothers has been thrown down who accused them day and night before our God. That's so, like a nagging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're accusing the brethren, you know, day and night before God. You're not allowing God to do the work for uh, repentance and for forgiveness to come in your heart because you're constantly holding that sin against them or constantly bringing it up. And you can't say that, well, I forgive you for what you did, but then constantly bring it up at every other argument you know, or throw it in their face. You know, that is true. I, I know I have done it, but I thank God for the Holy Spirit that bring us back online. Say, how about instead of you complain about him, ask me. We went to see a great preacher yesterday, mm -hmm. and he was talking about God wanting you to ask him. Asking what do what do you what want? What do you want? Yeah. And I'm like, God, you're right. I start asking, Father, turn his heart into you. Help him to be the man you you created, not the man that I want. Because I want your purpose in his life. But a lot of times we want to even manipulate God. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and because try. of our hurt. Yes, trying you... try to manipulate God. <laughs> I know, you know without to get prayer, what we want. But I tell you the, what, if it's not according to his pain. word, <laughs> it makes no sense. 
It doesn't, but we, we unconsciously, I think we try to do that. That's mm -hmm. why a lot of time our prayers are hindered for the lack of forgiveness. Yes. We're not offering this forgiveness all around. All around means that you're all the way in. Right. I told my one of my ladies, I was talking to her, say, <coughs> listen, if you're going to choose to stay in the marriage, you're going to go all the way in the marriage. Right. You cannot not say, I'm not going to give it 100%. But if you're going to get out, same thing, get out all the way. Yeah. Don't know it, straight attached, stop texting him, stop flirting with him, but mm -hmm. make a decision. It's all about make a decision and fight for. If you chose to forgive all around, all around, with no repercussions, mm -hmm. I'm not going to constantly uh, hit you with it. Every argument we have, I'm not going to go back to the same point because right. we chose to forgive all around, right. all the way. Every time you choose to take a step of faith. You cannot be what you watch. Forgiveness is a step of faith, believing that you are going to work on that area. You have to go all the way in. Or oh, it's not going to work because what the Word of God tell us to be double-minded. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, uh, we can't be. If you're double-minded, you're unstable in all your ways. And the scripture that you uh, brought to my remembrance when you said hind uh, uh, hind our prayers are hindered is, you know, and it's it's First Peter, I'm sorry, yes, First Peter 3, 7, and it tells us that, um, you know, God speaking to the man, it was talking about, you know, treating your wife as an equal, as a grace of life, you know, so that your prayers will not be hindered. So when we don't treat, you know, um, our wives as we should, then our prayers are hindered. When we're not fully abiding by the word of God, then our prayers are hindered. When we don't do what we are supposed to do as men, you know, which includes all, all around forgiveness and everything we're doing, our prayers will be hindered. And that goes into play with um, being God's servant. You know, mm -hmm. we are his servant and um, our wife is God's servant. And we are, you know, sp are supposed to be together as joint heirs or co-heirs with Christ. And that means each and every one of us is afforded the same grace, mercy and forgiveness that we want for ourselves. Yeah. So we need to give that to each other. And if you don't, then you really need to take a step back. And to look at how you are living your life. And is your life really truly governed by the word of God? Not emotion. Because when you allow your emotional content to take over and to cover you, it can strip you away from the spiritual knowledge of the word because you're hurt and your emotions are there. Which I understand that because we do get hurt. We do go through things and we want that forgiveness. But when your husband or your wife says they forgive you it's not on you to judge that forgiveness as if they do or they don't because there's no faith in them there's no faith in the word of god and there's no faith in you believing that the word of god is true in your life you know a lot of times i notice in our life this is what we are we do we are we write down notes we mm -hmm. write down contract we write down agreements uh, do you know what happened? The Bible says, I know the normally stood a vision of God and the purpose of God. They use this scripture, say, write down the vision and make mm -hmm. it clear. So yes. those who mm -hmm. see it can run with it. I know we had a lot of difficulty time and we still write letters. Mm -hmm. We still like, okay, well, I'm, I, I have an issue with this and this and that. I, I still like this and this, but to fix this, I believe we have to do this this and that right. we still do that until the day not as often as we used to but we still do it well, i mean you don't get them on nerves as much as you used to either <laughs> <laughs> you get on mine <laughs> no i tell you you know well, uh, there's a scripture here it said isaiah 45 11 
It says, this is what the Lord says. The Holy One of Israel, your creator, do not question what I do for my children. Do you give me orders about the work of my hands? So if in God's word, through Jesus Christ, there is forgiveness. Yeah. How are we not to forgive? Well, How you, are we to tell God that, yes, you forgave him, but I don't. You forgave her, but I don't because of what they did. You can't judge that. And many times we feel like God is not doing anything. Mm -hmm. I remember I used to pray like this. I say, Father. Kill him, Lord. No. <laughs> oh, Lord. Here we go again. So I used to pray, say, Father, that's your son. You know how to speak to him, Father. Yes. So I trust in you that you are speak to him. Talk to your child. I didn't talk. I didn't. I didn't pray always like he's my husband. Help my husband. No, mm -hmm. I talked to the throne of God, presented you as the brother in Christ. I am more interested on your salvation than you being my husband. And forgiveness all around is gonna have to cause you to also see your spouse as a child of God, as a person who needs Jesus' intervention to help him grow in some area. Yes. And, you know, what better way to share that love than as to, you know, accept the person's forgiveness. And you know what? Um, don't worry about, you know, the things in the past, because you will never move forward if you're stuck in the past. If you're constantly bringing things, you know, that happen and you're using that as a basis of your unforgiveness, then, um, that's just it. You've got the problem with unforgiveness. It's not the sin that your husband or wife committed against you. It's your problem with the forgiveness or the unforgiveness in your heart. And that can cause a strong root of bitterness and resentment to come, you know, and then it will affect other areas of your life. You know, it's very, very hard to walk through life bitter <laughs> and burdensome. You know, it's like you could be having the best day of your life mm -hmm. and then, you know, this thing comes to your remembrance about what your wife or what your husband did. And then you have to go back and pull all that junk, pull all that baggage up to get all your emotions stirred up again, to get you back into that, to the, to that emotional state of anger and resentment that you want just because you're still bitter and because you have a hardness of your heart. It's a lot easier just to forgive, work through it. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. And yes, there are some things that are easier to get over than others. But whatever you want to do, you know, God never said when you got saved, everything would be easy. He did say, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know, the word of God in Ephesians 4, 32, talk about let's forgive one another as God, Christ, has forgiven us, right? Yeah. You know, a lot of times, even not only in marriage, but as a Christian, we either don't believe what God say or they, does he really mean what he said? He mean what he's saying. He said what he means. Right. This can mm -hmm. potentially hinder you from the kingdom of God. And there will be no excuse how hurt you are. So-and-so did this and did that. They said, no. The word that we listen and we apply and we read applies to everyone. Mary, not Mary, single, not single, pastor, minister, babies in Christ. Mm -hmm. He mean what he's saying. Right. Just as much as he wants to bless you, just as much he wants you to obey him. Right. And he is, cannot go against his word. He say he is not that he doesn't want to forgive you. He cannot. He cannot. Because, you know, he says, if you if you don't forgive, then I won't forgive you. 
If you deny me before man, I will deny you before my father. And there's a scripture here that I want to read to you. It's it's in uh Second Peter one five it's one five through nine, so you can write this down. I'm not gonna read the whole thing for sake of time, but uh go back and pick up this scripture and study it. It says uh second Peter one five. You know, for this very reason also, applying in all diligence in your faith, supply moral knowledge, moral excellence, I'm sorry, and in your moral excellence, knowledge, and in your moral knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, perseverance. And then you drop down to nine, it says, for he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. So when you say you don't have the capacity to forgive or you choose not to forgive, you don't want to, then you have forgotten the grace of God on your life that he forgave you for your sins. And when you don't take that to heart, when you want to hold that, you know, you think that you're better than this other person because you are judging the sin or you are judging the person's character. Hey, go back, take a look in the mirror, judge yourself. Because you are the one committing the gross error in your lack of forgiveness. Because you don't want to accept the forgiveness or you say you can't accept the forgiveness. But you yourself are the one committing the egregious error mm -hmm. in your lack of judgment. The scripture that you just mentioned talk about faith and the things that you have to add to your faith. Sometimes we feel like we have faith in Jesus and that's enough. But the word of God tells us constantly, if you do have faith, then you have to add these things. If you do have faith, then you have to do this. You know, you add all these things up and it's helping you to be a better person. No, help you to act like Jesus mm -hmm. as well, you know. Um, one thing I like to mention, and I want to remark it again, what will help to walk in forgiveness and rebuild the, your marriage after it's been hurt. Or, or maybe just, it's, you don't have to be a distracted fight there now. It could be little things like um, you say you were doing something, you didn't do it, and then it builds up these yes. little, little foxes mm -hmm. like the Word of God tells. Write things down. Write things, agreement, what you are willing to do and what you're not willing to do and what you're willing to help him to grow in that area or her or vice versa. We, I am, when you see stuff written down, now you know what is the required of you? Because if you leave it open for the resolution, it's too, mon too many variables, too many generalized. We need to hit both sides. We need to hit exactly what you expect of me and what I expect of you after you have heard of me or after you hurt me. I mean, vice versa, you know. So I think it's very crucial in our marriage. It sounds kind of like mathematical or maybe faking or maybe it doesn't come naturally. But for us, it works great, writing things down. Like even for, to fix our house, we make a list of things because of writing things down, it helps us not to forget. It helps you to recognize the image that you said you was going to work on. What are you saying? I mean. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I got caught up in your beauty. <laughs> wow, you are so beautiful. Hey, check out her smile. Let's smile for the camera. Baby. No, baby, come okay. on. Let's... <laughs> okay, you this know, is for you. Okay, let's move yeah, on. Know. <laughs> um, you know, and it's like my Maria said. You know, don't take God's word lightly. Mm -hmm. You know, when you take His word lightly, then you know you're actually, you know, you know, stripping yourself of His blessings as well, because you don't want to abide by it. You know, you want to, you know, judge it or justify. It, you know, putting all the the. the uh, requirement on the other person to do right by you 
instead of you doing right by them and doing right by Jesus Christ. Because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, um, Jesus Christ forgave us for each and everything. Mm-hmm. He forgave the people, the men who whipped him and beat him, strung him up on the cross, just so you and I could sit here in this day and time, be forgiven of all that we've done, you know, have a great entrance going into the glory of heaven, living an awesome, wonderful life with the blessings of God. But I'm I don't want to forgive. You. I'm going to hold, hold you accountable you did to for me. this. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let God do his work. If you allow God to do his work in them, he'll do the work in you. When you allow him to do the work in you, he'll do the work in him and them. But you have to let God do his work in order for you to get the benefit. I have got to do the work in my life to let for in Maria's life so that I can get the benefit so that she can get the benefit. Because when I do my part, when I'm loving, when I'm forgiven, and when I pray for my wife, when I speak the word of God over her, when I quote Proverbs 31 scripture over her, when, you know, I just tell her, you know, that, you know, I just love her and we work through these issues. And sometimes we still go through hard times. But see, what we do is we know how to fix it. Not saying that you don't, you know, your marriage doesn't have to be broke in order for you to get get help you know every once in a while we need a tune-up we spend a lot of time you know in the word you know talking to each other counseling with each, with each other seeking out other marriage conferences and doing things doing our homework to help better our lives and our marriage you know you know just like our marriage conference that's coming up here that's our tune-up in, in february that's a tune-up y'all you know, better take advantage you know, of that you know, yeah <laughs> now, come get the tune-up you know uh-huh. get some things worked out you know, come experience, get some new insights, some new information, you know, that can help you, you know, keep your marriage alive. Amen. You know, not only that, I mean, you're going to have a blast. We have a great fellowship after that. We have the after party. You mm-hmm. get to hang out, listen to some beautiful romantic music. Keep it clean. Yes, keep it you clean. Don't have to, mm-hmm. You don't have to uh, go to the world to experience a good hangout time, listen to some good music. I remember we were in the world, and we used to go to the club. I would leave that place all set. Because, you know, you remember how Jella used to be? They had to say, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> I know, but, but this is a great opportunity mm-hmm. for Christian folks to have a great time, listen to some good insight mm-hmm. of the Word of God in their marriage, and then hang out with all the couples and be ministered to. Yes. And, right? and, it's a perfect thing mm-hmm. to do. And our, our, our partners with our podcast, uh, Chris and Lisa Wood, they are hosting this thing, and I tell you, you, you don't want to miss. You don't want to. You don't want to so miss. Funny. <laughs> you don't want to miss the woods host this thing. Yeah. I tell you what, those guys are absolutely awesome. Uh, we love them. We love working together with them. Um, we love sharing our podcast with you. Um, again, you know, at, um, as 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 we close, we want to remind you to you know shoot us email. You know, as you register, you know you're going to receive an email from us, and we want you to share our share our podcast, share the post, share information about. Um, our Wild Marriage Conference. If you attended last year or this year, earlier this year, um, share it, you know, let it be known, invite somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, remember, forgiveness all around is what we all need. We need it. Our husbands, our wives need it. But, you know, hey, if you're a man, it's your wife, you know, husband, you know what we're saying. (laughs) But, um, hey, forgiveness all around, ladies and gentlemen, we love you. We absolutely Thank you for all that you do. We thank you for participating with us in our podcast. 
and we call you blessed. Until we reach out to you next time, hey, be safe, and God loves you, and so do we. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.